Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Dole Whip Dish. We are your hosts, your pod hosts. Our spooky season begins now with all of the fall vibes and spooky haunts. We are dishing out on all things Disney, and there's no turning back now. Well, welcome, welcome, everybody, to the third episode of the Dole Whip Dishes Spooky Season. Ah, I'm loving this season so much. It's so much fun. Um, This is my favorite time of year, so to be able to incorporate it into the podcast was a big, big must for me. (laughs) Definitely. I can't believe that this time next week, we will be in Disney World together. I know. I'm so excited. I mean, we have not met, so it's just, I don't know, the anticipation. I'm so excited. I am too. I am too. So... Which park are you more excited for? Well, actually, I probably know the answer, but are you more excited to go to Epcot or Animal Kingdom? Um, I'm more excited to go to Animal Kingdom because that's my favorite park. However, I am also very excited because this is the first time that I will be going to a food and wine festival at Epcot. I didn't realize this was your first food and wine. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, the only festival I've ever been to at Epcot has been Festival of the Arts, because I normally go anywhere from like January to March because less busy, cooler mm-hmm. weather. And I always get, I don't want to say get stuck with, but I think out of all the festivals, that's probably like would be my least favorite. I've never been to a flower and garden either. So I'm just excited to be going to Epcot during this festival where I can eat all of the food and drink all of the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited too. I I've been to Food and Wine. I haven't been to Festival of the Arts yet, so I would really like to do that one day. Um, but I don't normally do like I haven't like done Food and Wine like snacks and drinks wise. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm. Everybody has been posting so much stuff that looks incredible. Like I I know I will. Somebody's going to have to push me out in a wheelchair. I will not, or or tip me over on my side and just roll me out of the park. I will be so stuffed, full of food and probably alcohol because all the drinks just look amazing. I am so excited. I have to have a margarita from um, anywhere in the Mexico Pavilion. (laughs) Yes, thank thank goodness for Disney buses and Disney Skyliners for being the DD. Yes. So... (laughs) But it's also going to be super exciting to see all of the 50th um, decorations and all of the Halloween and fall decorations. Um, I've never been during that time either, so a lot of new, um, new and exciting things to see since my last trip in February of 2020 before the world shut down. I am so excited to get to ride Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Yes, I, I, I really hope. I mean, I'm going to be up in the resort early to try to get us a boarding pass for that. Um, yes, so I will be up crossed. early trying to. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed I can do that. But we will definitely um, be getting some cool content for the podcast while we're there. Um, I'm even thinking about bringing my mic so we can kind of get like on the spot recording um and gonna try to get a lot of video content for you guys um because we want to start bringing more video content to you here 
pretty soon. Um, yeah. So, so that's that's on our radar. I'm excited. It's it's gonna be just such a good trip. It is. It's gonna be it's gonna be one one for the books. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to jump into today's topic? I do. I'm very excited for this one. I had a lot of fun preparing for this one. Oh, me too. Me too. I watched all, well, I guess before we jump in, our topic today is obviously Halloween movie night. We picked four movies to rank against each other in a couple different categories. So the four movies are Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, Twitches, and Halloween Town. And I watched all four of these movies in the last like two weeks in order to prepare for this episode. Yep, and I've watched them all in the last month or so. Um, I watched Halloween Town again last night just because it's a good movie to have on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, but these are some of my favorites. We'll get into one of them that's not my favorite. Um, because our categories are spookiest, corniest, or cheesiest, what would you kick off Disney Plus, um, so just what you would never want to watch again, essentially, and the best soundtrack or score. So we're going to try to put these categories, or put these movies into these categories, and um, we haven't spoken to each other on it at all, so we'll see how how many we match again, because we have a bad habit of that. Oh my goodness. It's kind of fun, though, to like... It is. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. So, um, without further ado, let's get into this. Um, okay. So, okay. <laughs> um, I'll go first, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So, um, the first for um, our category is Spookiest. So, when I looked at this category, I was like, okay, so when I first watched these movies, I was obviously a lot younger, so which one of them would have spooked me the most? And Ah. I remember watching Nightmare Before Christmas as a child and being absolutely terrified of the claymation characters and Mm -hmm. how they moved, how they looked, um... Like, Sally's dad the in the wheel. Like, oh, he just looks creepy to me. Um, he is creepy. <laughs> yeah, so that's my pick, and that's why I picked that one. Um, it's just, it just gave me an unsettling feeling as a child, and as an adult, it still is just kind of creepy how they move and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's my pick. What's your pick, Sam? That's my pick, too. And for a very similar reason, actually. Um, I didn't watch Nightmare Before Christmas until we planned this episode. And most of, like, the biggest reason I didn't watch it was because of the claymation. And it kind of freaked me out. Yeah, it was, like, it was really creepy as a child. Um, also really creepy that you did not watch it. Until very recently, but that's a discussion for another time. Well, Um, I will say I really enjoyed it, but honestly, like, when it was over, I... So my husband and I watched it together, and it was also his first time watching it for the same reason. He 
the claymation like weirded him out too. And we like finished the movie and he was like, Oh, that was great. I really liked that. And I was like, I don't know how to feel right now. <laughs> like, I don't know if I liked it or not, <laughs> to be honest with really? you. Did, did you like like the songs and stuff? I think it has a, yes. like a good um, soundtrack. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I like the songs and stuff. I mean, I like um, the songs too. And I like the storyline. I like a lot of the characters, but I think that, you know how you're saying, like, that the claymation kind of just left you feeling unsettled? I'm thinking that that's the same for me. <laughs> well, see, now movies like Corpse Bride and Coraline and Nightmare Before Christmas, um, especially Coraline. Coraline was my favorite movie of all time for a very long time. I mm-hmm. loved that. I used to watch it, like, at least once a day. Um, I have that whole movie memorized. And that's Claymation, too. But it's a lot newer, so I feel like the movements and the fluidity of the movements aren't as creepy. Um, but that's just my opinion. Um, and now I kind of like Claymation. <laughs> I also haven't seen Coraline because of the claymation. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but now that I know that you like it, maybe I will watch it and see, like, give it a chance. <laughs> I think we're just going to have to have a whole episode dedicated to Sam reading off a list of the things she has not watched, <laughs> done, or experienced that has to fall, that falls under the Disney-owned franchise. Like, just... <laughs> I think we need to have that happen. Oh my gosh, that would be so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I've never ridden Flight of Passage. I have ridden Flight of Passage. Okay, okay, okay. Yes! Flight of Passage is actually my favorite ride on Walt Disney World property. Okay, okay, good. Well, but I haven't ridden Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway or Rise of the Resistance, and I have a feeling Rise of the Resistance will take that spot when I have the opportunity to ride it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I don't know if it'll take the spot of mine because mine is such. Uh, I love dinosaurs so much. I was just about to say I don't think anything is going to compare to dinosaur. <laughs> no, no, not to me. But <laughs> anyway, I digress. So, okay, so um, we're one for one on matching so far. Okay. All right. Okay, so our next category is the corniest or the cheesiest movie. (laughs) So, Sam, why don't you tell me your pick for that? Well, I can tell you right now, this one will probably be different. And I had, this was the hardest one for me to choose. And looking at my notes, I have like two of the movies written down, crossed out, written down, crossed out. <laughs> but I finally settled on Halloween Town. Okay. All right, back it up. What's the reason? So, while a lot of these movies in my opinion are pretty cheesy, Halloween Town, I feel like when I'm just comparing it to the others, it really for me came down to Halloween Town or Twitches. And I think Halloween Town won out because I just felt like there were more moments of the cheesiness. But honestly, Hocus Pocus was up there for me too. 
Okay, well, I... Okay, right off the bat, I'm going to have to say I don't agree with Hocus Pocus being corny or cheesy. It, it, it is... Okay, so it is in a sense. However, I put it up there with, like, Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock and, like, some of the older... I don't know. I don't... It's, it's cheesy, but it's not, like, cheesy cheesy, I guess, or corny. I don't know. But anyway. So, I can agree. I can agree. It was, like, Hocus Pocus went from... Like, there were moment, a lot, a couple moments in Hocus Pocus that were super cheesy for me. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost, like, cringy. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, anytime Sarah Jessica Parker talks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. But also, the parts that were really coming to mind are, like, at the beginning of the movie when, uh, is his name Max? I'm terrible with names. Um, but the older brother, that's Max, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like, he goes to his room, he's all upset, and then he just like lays down in his bed and starts pretending to kiss, um, oh gosh, what is her name? <laughs> I don't know, but I know what you're talking about, and I can't remember her name either, because the little sister comes up and like teases him for it in front of that girl. And yes! Yeah, yeah, and then like is like, oh, yeah, my brother said you had nice yabos or something. Yeah. Like, that's another moment that I'm like, uh, is that, like, would you consider that cheesy or cringy? (laughs) That would be cringy because I get secondhand embarrassment very easily. And (laughs) that is a moment where I would get secondhand. Like, I feel embarrassment for them. Yeah. But. Okay, so (laughs) that's my reasoning behind Hocus Pocus. And, but... I ultimately went with Halloween Town because of, I don't know, I just felt like it was a little more on the cheesy side versus cringy. Right. Well, okay, so I chose Halloween Town for this category as well. No! Um, but I feel like it fits. Um, and again, for me, it was a tie between Halloween Town and Twitches, but mm-hmm. also. We got to think about these are like decoms, so they're Disney Channel originals, and they're made for Disney Channel a specific audience. Um, mm-hmm. As kids, we probably didn't feel that they were corny or cheesy, um, but there's certain moments in Halloween Town, like when Marnie, like at the beginning of the movie, when she's not able to go out trick or treating, and she's like, "What if I just become a vegetable?" And I just yes. grow, um, like, a, a potato, and I'm uh-huh. growing roots into this. It's just kind of, like, yes. corny, like, children. Absolutely. Like, um, what do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, just how kids are portrayed, I guess? I don't know. Yes. That attitude. Definitely. But, um, like that, and then... Also, just the graphics. I mean, we can't really expect much out of it. They don't have a Marvel budget. But, right. <laughs> but the graphics are kind of cheesy, okay. you know? You reminded me of a couple things. First off, when you said graphics, fun fact, the Benny, the taxi driver in Halloween Town, mm-hmm. when they filmed it, that was a robot, and the voice is dubbed over. You're kidding. I thought it was a real skeleton. Not... Well, it wasn't, like, a person (laughs) in a skeleton suit or anything. Right, yeah. 
See, I just thought it was, like, some kind of, like, puppet or something. And, like, you know, like how the Muppets are. I thought it was, mm-hmm. like, similar to how the Muppets are made. Nope. Full-fledged robot. <laughs> oh. The other two <laughs> things is... They kind of go hand in hand. So Halloween Town was one of the first DCOMs. It was the second one in production, second to um, Brink, and then it was the fourth one released. Um, so this is like one of the OG DCOMs. And mm-hmm. it. one of the things that I thought was really interesting when I was re-watching some of these movies because a lot of them, besides, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, I hadn't seen the other three in just in a really long time. I can't, re- like, I can't remember the last time I saw them. And something about them, like, when I was watching them, one of the things I was thinking was, like, how they aged, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, in Hocus Pocus, there were moments, oh, there were quite a few moments where I was, like, how did this get away with a PG rating? <laughs> like, there are just oh, a yeah. few, like, quite a few things in there that I was like, like, they talked about Max being the virgin who lit the candle, like, a ton. And they cussed in there quite a few times, like, telling people to go to hell and stuff. And I don't know, just quite a few things like that. But I feel like that movie is still super enjoyable even oh, though it's it been a long like even though it's been out for a while and then like twitches and halloween like i feel like in general they've aged pretty well like the whole reason i thought of this was i hadn't seen inspector gadget in a really long time but i remembered loving it and we watched it not that long ago because we were like, oh, yeah, let's watch Inspector Gadget. That'll be fun. We used to love this movie. That is a movie that did not age well. <laughs> like, at all. We, wa- we watched it and we're like, what in the world? How did we like this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's there's some of them that definitely are just kind of like, mm, I could never, you know, I would never care to watch this again. Um, yeah. Which, speaking of that, brings us to our next category of what would you kick off of Disney Plus? So, let's go ahead and on the count of three, say it at the same time. Okay. One, two, three, twitches. twitches. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Um, well, if the way it's looking, we'll at least have the fourth category as different choices. Hopefully. I don't Please. know. Please. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. So, Twitches. I watched that. When did I tell you I watched it? I can't remember. Um, I watched it recently, though. And yeah. um, I don't remember anything about it. I know I watched it, and I know it has Tia and Tamara Mori in it, and I know they find out that they're witches and they're twins. Mm-hmm. They also have different names, like, I think... One of them is Artemis, and one of them mm-hmm. is Apollo. Mm-hmm. But nothing really memorable about the film, so it can get on out of here. I think that, in reality, like if you want to feel like you're watching Twitches, just go watch Sister Sister instead, <laughs> and you'll and you'll get 
what you need out of it. Because I feel like Correct. the best part of Twitches is Tia and Tamara, and you get them in Sister Sister, so. Yeah, not a lot. I mean, I used to watch it when I was younger. I mean, I remember watching it a lot, and when Twitches 2 came out, I was like, oh my gosh, a second one? Absolutely, I'm so excited. Yeah. But not a lot of just, I don't know. I didn't get a lot of out, of, out of it, so. Yeah. Um, and when you, if you can, since we're comparing it to the other three movies, like, I can't kick off any of the other ones and feel okay about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, given the option, like, how I would watch these movies in order, it would be Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, and then Twitches. Like, if I was having a movie night with all four of them. Um, wow, that's my exact order, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just not not my favorite. Yeah. Neither is the sequel. Because um, I had, like, the sequel came up as, like, a suggested after this one quit playing. So, um, and I was just doing stuff around the house. So I was like, you know, whatever, this can be background noise. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, I don't know if... I could sit down and genuinely watch it. I'm not that much of a Disney fan in yeah. that sense. I so. don't think I could tell you anything about the sequel. Like, I don't know if I've ever watched it or not. I may have, I, but like you said, it's just not memorable. No, not memorable. Nothing sticks out. It's just a... Yep. Yeah, run-of-the-mill. So, um, okay, so our fourth and final category is the best soundtrack slash score um so what is your hold on pick for this okay my pick for this is a repeat i picked nightmare before christmas okay okay but i put hocus pocus as my runner-up which I know we didn't really have runner-ups, but I couldn't not include Hocus Pocus somewhere. <laughs> right, and I think this is gonna we're gonna run into a similar problem here with my choices. So, um, um, okay. So tell me your favorite song from Nightmare Before Christmas. Do you have? Oh, this is Halloween for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's just Good. so fun. Like I love the tempo. I it's. It just, like, I feel like Halloween doesn't have that many songs that you're like, that's a Halloween song. There just aren't that many, you know, Monster Mash and then Grim Grinning Ghosts. I love the Monster Mash. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That is such a, it's it's so old-timey. I just love the sound of that movie. Or that, that, um, well, it is a, um, it does come from a movie. Um, Does it? Yes, it's a old Rankin Bass film. So it's like the old like Santa Claus is coming to town, um, the year without a Santa Claus. Do you remember? Do you remember those movies? I think so. And they're kind of like claymation. Um, they're they look more like oh, felt, with Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph is one of them too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so the it's made in the same. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it's made in the same style as that, um, but I think it's called Mad Monster Party, or The Monster Party. Mad, I have it on DVD. It's in my, um, it's in um, one of my reels on my Instagram, so shout out to my Instagram. It's summers.magic. I'm going to have to go look at that reel. 
I don't have seen it. I don't know. Have I not seen it? Wow. Okay. I don't know. Take friend. I don't know about <laughs> that. But. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I put a reel together with a bunch of like DVDs that I like to watch when it gets cold, which here in Texas might never happen. Oh, but. I think I did see that reel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyways, my pick for the best soundtrack um, will probably, um, like, okay, so I'm going to go off of score. I'll, I'll um I'll rescind my Nightmare for Christmas soundtrack choice, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put in Halloween Town for the score, because Ooh. I love that opening theme, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen a lot of people use it for TikToks and Reels. Um, I just love the upbeat, like, fall, like, it's it's spooky, but it's nostalgic, it's not, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I just like it. Um, so, sorry, Hocus Pocus, for not picking you for anything. I do like the movie. Um, I didn't realize either one of us. I was like, oh, she'll pick Hocus Pocus for something. <laughs> so I didn't have a problem with not picking it. Like, I feel like I would put it as the runner-up because that I put a spell on you is so iconic. And then the song that um, Sarah sings for the little children is so creepy, but also beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that was why it got my runner-up spot. Yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, I like it. But, like, I like the score to Halloween Town because it's just, it's bubbly, and it's it just mm-hmm. sounds like fall to me. Yeah. I I no, I definitely agree with you. I do have a fun fact about Hocus Pocus, though. Okay. It was released in July of 1993. What a weird time. You know why? Why? Because Nightmare Before Christmas was released later in that same year in 1993. So they didn't want them competing. Oh, yeah. Because Nightmare Before Christmas just would have blown Hocus Pocus out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand. Good move. Yeah. Hmm. It was July 16th. I just fact-checked myself to make sure it wasn't June because, you know, the J months. And then um, The Nightmare January. Before Christmas released on October 13th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. But I thought that was neat. I found that. That is pretty search. cool. Yeah. Looks like Disney Movie Studios was making a lot better choices back then. <laughs> with all the Disney Plus releases and theatrical release mess and hot gauze that are going on right now. Okay, I just saw, like, just now before we sat down to record, I saw an ad for a new Disney Plus short series that's coming out on November 12th, and it is going to be Olaf retelling Disney movies. (laughs) I saw, I just saw the poster for it, but I didn't look into it. I saw it on Instagram this morning, somebody shared it, and... I just kind of saw it, and I was like, oh, that'll be neat. But I didn't realize that's what it was. I just saw, like, new coming to Disney Plus um, soon. But yes. that that's going to be so much fun. Yeah, so you know the part in Frozen 2 where he is, like, re- like he tells the people in the, in the forest, in the Enchanted Forest, what happened? 
mm-hmm. and he basically recaps the first movie, and then like at, after the end credits, he basically recaps the second movie. It's gonna mm-hmm. be like in that style. Oh, I love that part where he's like, Elsa, parents dead, or whatever. You yeah, know? It's, it's one of the best parts of the whole movie. That is funny. That would be good. Okay, so speaking of Frozen 2, I know a couple episodes back we discussed that you feel like Frozen 2's soundtrack is better. Do you also think that Frozen 2, the movie, is better? I can't remember. Um, Yes, sorry. But yeah, Frozen 2 is better all the way around for me. Um, I don't know why, but definitely. The music and the storyline and just the characters... I feel like are 100% better. Okay, so I have an updated opinion because um, when I was flying last week, I watched Frozen 1 on my flight out and then Frozen 2 on the flight back. And so I watched them basically back to back. And I have decided that my updated opinion is that they are equal Hmm. in my eyes. I adore them both. Now, I think Frozen 2 was incredible if you compare it to other sequels, like Little Mermaid 2, Cinderella 2, Twitches 2. You know what I mean? Like, as far as Disney sequels go, Frozen 2 is far superior than any Disney sequel I can even think of off the top of my head. But if we're comparing Frozen 1 to Frozen 2, I think that they complement each other beautifully. They work well together, but one is not better than the other. Well, and to piggyback on that, when we had our Frozen uh, movie night episode and we asked um, you guys in the stories what you preferred um, for the music, Frozen 2... one by a landslide so I feel like that's a pretty um wide opinion that Frozen 2 is a little better than definitely um, at least in the music um I think they're you know both but um I don't know I think like the songs are just so much more upbeat and fun and Mm -hmm. well maybe not all of them um the next right thing is not upbeat nor fun but um it is definitely a very good and well-written song Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I would also like to retract my statement about Kristoff's um, song. In further um, reflection and watching it again, which was probably like my third or fourth time watching it, let's be honest. But <laughs> in watching it this time, I have to say that I agree that his song was amazing and it actually did fit really well. It is. I mean, it was a good song. I liked the style that they put it in, like the 80s style. Um, I think they did a good job with it, so. Definitely. And I think. I'm glad to hear that. The first time I watched it, I feel like that was something I was wanting from from Frozen 2, was for Kristoff to have more songs. And so when we went in and that was his song, because it was so different than than all of the other music, I think I was, like, caught off guard and thought, like, I feel like I was, like, oh, you guys did it again. He just got one totally different song than everybody else. But right. upon further reflection, I think it was perfect. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad you have 
come over to the dark side. <laughs> Just had to update you on those things because I we haven't talked really since I got back from the trip. So I had no chance we to haven't. tell you that. <laughs> and and we y'all we have both been super busy. So um, the fact that we're even being able to like sit down and record for forty five minutes is a big thumbs up and a big. Um, gold star for both of us (laughs) definitely it's been the highlight of my week yes I was super excited to um sit down and actually talk to you um yeah so and uh next time we talk which will be soon obviously but um we're gonna be in front of each other and I'm gonna give you a hug I can't wait I'm so excited (laughs) so I like literally can't can't contain it (laughs) so everyone be on the lookout for all of our content that's going to be coming from the park and the trip review episode that's going to inevitably happen Mm -hmm. um we've got one more episode next monday after this one and that's going to be our haunted mansion episode and then that'll be it for spooky season so we (laughs) i know right um, then we're going to have a Christmas special, and then who knows after that. So um, we're going to keep you updated. <laughs> yes. No, we are going to have a whole Christmas season. Season three is going to be dedicated to Christmas. Right. Yeah, I guess Christmas special, I should have said like Christmas extravaganza or something, I guess. Ooh, I like that. Christmas extravaganza. We appreciate you for making it this far, if you have. If you haven't, you obviously can't hear us, so... Hmm. (laughs) Anyway. If you've made it this far, please, please, please give us five stars, because we love you and would love your your five-star rating. (laughs) Yes, and if you have an extra, like, I don't know, say 15 seconds, just a quick little note, like a little review. We... would love to read like your thoughts even if it's just like love listening to you guys every week or so glad I found the podcast um share it with a friend you know anything that gets the Dole Whip dish into other people's feed you know we really appreciate it definitely don't forget to follow us over on Instagram and on TikTok we're at Dole Whip Dish Pod on both of those platforms yeah we are so excited (laughs) for next week for Haunted Mansion I can't wait for you guys to hear that And we'll talk at you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Hurry back. Hurry back. Be sure to give us five stars. If you decide to join us, click subscribe now.